1: And now, Hebraic Roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International.
0: Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries. And we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject Yeshua from Genesis to Revelation. This is part 24 of the series. Let's continue to look at this pattern that how it did happen when the children of Israel came out of Egypt is how it will happen in the end of days with the uniting of the 12 tribes of Israel during tribulation times. Historically, Pharaoh didn't acknowledge the God of Israel. In Exodus chapter 5 verse 1, it is written, And afterward, Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, thus says, the Lord God of Israel let my people go but Pharaoh replies in Exodus chapter 5 verse 2 and said I know not the Lord neither will I let Israel go redemption is revealing to the people of the God of Israel and to the world who the God of Israel is Exodus chapter 14 and verse 4 it says and I will harden Pharaoh's heart that the Egyptians may know that i I am the Lord. Exodus chapter 14 verse 18 and the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. In Ezekiel chapter 39 verse 1 it says Son of man prophesy against Gog. Ezekiel 39 verse 6 it says I will send a fire on Magog. Why? That they may know that I am the Lord. Ezekiel 39 and verse 7 so will I make my holy name known in the midst of my people Israel. And it goes on to say, and the heathen will know that I am the Lord. You see, historically, Egypt is going to know who is the God of Israel. But at the same time, the people of the God of Israel are knowing who their redeemer is. In Exodus, in chapter 3 and verse 13, Moses said to God, behold, when I come to the children of Israel and say, the God of your fathers has sent me unto you, and they will say to me, what is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said to Moses, I am that I am. And he said, you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me unto you. Verse 15. God, moreover, said unto Moses, you will say unto the children of Israel, the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob has sent me unto you. This is my name forever. And this is my memorial unto all generations. So the children of Israel wanted to know who is the one that is. Is redeeming us and in delivering the children of Israel it was so that Pharaoh in Egypt will know that I am the Lord this is a prophecy of the future that in the gathering of the 12 tribes of Israel the 12 tribes of Israel will have the revelation of who the Messiah is that is redeeming them as well as the heathen in the world knowing who the Messiah of Israel is now we can understand Yeshua's prayer in John Chapter 17, verse 21, when he prayed that they all may be one. Who is he praying that would be one? He's praying for the uniting of the 12 tribes of Israel. And what is linked with the thought of uniting the 12 tribes of Israel? It is that the world would believe that you have sent me. In John 17, verse 23, that the world will know that you sent me. The world will know that Yeshua is the Messiah when his people are. 1 when he unites the 12 tribes of Israel. So the uniting of the 12 tribes of Israel in the end of the exile of the house of Jacob is associated with all nations knowing the God of Israel and the Messiah of Israel and it's Israel knowing the Messiah of Israel. When the 12 tribes of Israel are gathered which is likened to them being resurrected from the dead. In Ezekiel in chapter 37 in verse 11 it's says, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Then it goes on to say in Ezekiel in chapter 37 and verse 12, prophesy and say unto them, thus says the Lord God, behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves, and I will bring you into the land of Israel. That exile is associated with being dead and being in your graves. The dry bones of Ezekiel chapter 37. But I'm going to cause you to come up out of your graves. That's resurrection. And I will bring you into the land of Israel. Then it goes on to say in Ezekiel in chapter 37 and verse 12, prophesy and say unto them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your graves and I will bring you into the land of Israel. That exile is associated with being dead and being in your grave the dry bones of Ezekiel chapter 37, but I'm going to cause you to come up out of your graves. That's resurrection. And I will bring you into the land of Israel. When I bring you into the land of Israel, Ezekiel 37, verse 13, you will know that I am the Lord. You will know the Messiah. Now, when Yeshua was resurrected at his first coming, he was then raised to glory with his resurrection. Well, Yeshua... And the house of Jacob are one. Therefore, when the house of Jacob is united, which is likened to them being resurrected from the dead, then Israel united will be glorified. How are they glorified? They are the head of all nations when Messiah sets up his kingdom. So Yeshua prayed in John chapter 17, verse 22, and the glory which you gave me, I have given them. Redemption is the sanctification of the name of the God of Israel. In the book, The Messianic Idea in Israel by Joseph Klausner, on page 238, he writes, The redemption itself is but an act of mercy or compassion, which the Lord does for his people for the purpose of sanctifying his name. Let's see how when the 12 tribes of Israel are united, it's associated with sanctifying the name of the God of Israel israel or sanctifying the name of yeshua the messiah in ezekiel in chapter 38 verse 18 it is written and it will come to pass at the same time when Gog will come up against the land of israel verse 22 i will plead against him with pestilence and with blood that is associated with the judgments that came upon egypt and with great hailstones fire and brimstone and as a result ezekiel chapter 38 in verse 23 i will magnify myself and sanctify myself And I will be known in the eyes of many nations and you will know that I am the Lord. Historically, the God of Israel delivered his people with signs and wonders. In Exodus in chapter 3 and verse 20, it is written, And I will stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with all my wonders. And then in Exodus in chapter 7 in verse 3, it is written, And I will harden Pharaoh heart and multiply my signs and wonders in the land of Egypt. In Exodus in chapter 11 and verse 9 it is written the Lord said to Moses Pharaoh will not hearken unto you that my wonders may be multiplied in the land of Egypt. In the Jewish commentary the Torah anthology the book of the 12 prophets volume 2 page 387 they explain that the future redemption that is the uniting the 12 tribes of Israel, will be one great marvel. It will be marvelous even in the eyes of God who does wondrous or marvelous things. Psalm 72 in verse 18. For then the marvels will surpass All the marvelous things that occurred until then, both known and unknown. In the book, Anticipating the Redemption, by Rebbe Menachem Schneerson, volume 2, page 21, he explains that the signs and the wonders that are associated with the uniting of the 12 tribes of Israel will be great even with compared to the signs and wonders that were done when the children of Israel came out of Egypt. The future redemption will resemble those which accompanied the redemption from Egypt there will be a distinct advantage to the miracles of the future redemption to the extent that these miracles will be considered wondrous when even compared to the miracles of the Exodus the uniting of the 12 tribes of Israel is associated with the theme of the God of Israel making a distinction between those who serve him and those who do not historically in Egypt the God of Israel made a distinction between his people who dwelt in Goshen and the rest of the land of Egypt. In Exodus, in chapter 8 and verse 22, it is written, And I will sever in that day the land of Goshen, in which my people dwell, that no swarms of flies shall be there, to the end that you may know that I am the Lord in the midst of the earth. Exodus chapter 9, verse 4, And the Lord will sever between the cattle of Egypt and the cattle of Israel. And, there shall nothing die at all that is the children of Israel. Exodus chapter 9 and verse 6. And the Lord did that thing on the morrow and all the cattle of Egypt died, but the cattle of the children of Israel died not one. We can see this theme if we continue on in Exodus in chapter 10 and verse 23. They sought not one another, neither rose any from his place for three days, but all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. Exodus chapter 11, verse 6. And there shall be a great cry throughout all the land of Egypt, such as there was none like it, nor shall be like it any more. But against the children of Israel shall not a dog move his tongue against man or beast, that you may know how the Lord puts a difference between the Egyptians and Israel. Speaking about the future redemption, the gathering of the twelve tribes of Israel in that time frame, it is prophesied in Malachi in chapter 3 and verse 17 and they shall be mine says the Lord in that day when I make up my jewels and I will spare them as a man spares his own son that serves him and you will return and you will discern between the righteous and the wicked between him that serves God and him that serves him not what we have covered so far in this session is we explained that the uniting of the 12 tribes of Israel is an event that's associated with the last three and a half years and it is the role of the hundred and forty four thousand to be leaders of the camps of people all over the world who are returning to the land of Israel and these different camps all around the world are going to be led by the Messiah the cloudy pillar also known as the glory of God and in doing so there will be miracles that will be performed on behalf of the exiles of israel who are returning home and those miracles will be so great that they'll be greater than the miracles that happen in egypt when pharaoh and all the land of israel was being judged and the whole world will see the glory of god when he gathers his people back to the land and through these things the nation of israel will know. Know who the Lord is they will know that Yeshua is the Messiah and all the people in the earth will know that Yeshua is the Messiah of Israel as well the next thing that we're going to cover is what are the places in the land that the exiles of Israel will return to well we're going to go over several places and they are as follows number one the return is to Jerusalem number two the return is to Judea and Samaria or the mountains of Israel number three the return is to Bashan and Gilead which is Western Jordan that extends to southern Syria number four the return is to Lebanon number five the return is the southern desert of Israel known as the Negev and number six the return is to the land area of Edom Moab and Ammon but if we are close to the tribulation period and and the dividing of the land of Israel and the uniting of the twelve tribes of Israel Messiah being glorified you may be thinking to yourself a very valid question at this point in time how are the lands of Bashan and Gilead and Lebanon and Edom and Moab and Ammon going to be opened up to the exiles of Israel for them to return to the land that's what we're going to cover in the next part of this teaching and the answer is it's going to be from the defeat of Gog and Magog on the mountains of Israel that the Arabs and the Palestinians who are living around the mountains of Israel they are going to realize that Allah is not fighting for them they're going to realize who the God of Israel is and this is because to the Arab world this is a religious war it is to show the world that their God Allah is supreme and so the God of Israel is going to challenge this thought and he's going to make a mockery of Allah and he is going to defeat the aspirations of the Arab world as it relates to establishing a Palestinian state to do away with the nation of Israel and to cast them into the sea. He is going to come between those plans and in the process he's going to show that he made a covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And he's going to defeat the Gog-Magog coalition upon the mountains of Israel. And in doing so, the heart of the Arab peoples will be turned to the God of Israel and they will become Friendly and welcoming the exiles of Israel to those lands. This is what we're going to understand next in the teaching. There is a fleeing from exile to Jerusalem. Jeremiah chapter 50 and verse 16, it is written, For fear of the oppressing sword that comes upon Babylon, they will turn everyone to his people and they shall flee everyone to his own land. And then it says in Jeremiah chapter 51 and verse verse 50. You who have escaped the sword, go away, stand not still, remember the Lord afar off, and let Jerusalem come to your mind. So there's a fleeing to Jerusalem. Next, there's a fleeing to the mountains of Israel. This is Ezekiel in chapter 37 and verse 22, which says, I will make them one nation in the land upon the mountains of Israel. The one nation is the uniting of the 12 tribes of Israel and a place of the unification is upon the mountains of Israel the mountains of Israel are the mountains of Judea and Samaria which extends into Jerusalem and this is where the God of Israel is going to unite the exiles of Israel from Micah in chapter 7 and verse 14 it says let them feed on Bashan and Gilead as in in the days of old, or as in the days when the children of Israel came out of Egypt. Bashan in Gilead is western Jordan and extends up into southern Syria. Zechariah in chapter 10 and verse 10 tells us that there will be a return to Lebanon. As it is written, I will bring them again also out of the land of Egypt and gather them out of Assyria. This is a reference to the nations of the world. I will bring them into the land of Gilead and Lebanon and place shall not be found for them. Obadiah in chapter 1 and verse 20, this is a specific prophecy to those who are of Sephardic origin and background. It says, "In the captivity the host of the children of Israel shall possess that of the Canaanite, even Za'afath, and the captivity of Jerusalem, which is Sephard, which is Spain or the Sephardics, and they shall possess the cities of the south or or the southern desert of Israel, the Negev. And then finally, Daniel in chapter 11 and verse 41, it says, He will enter into the glorious land and many countries will be overthrown, but these will escape out of his hand, even Edom, Moab, and the chief of the children of Ammon. So this is western Jordan that extends down into the Red Sea. Now remember there's a prophecy in Isaiah chapter 28 and verse 15 that the leaders of Israel will be making a covenant with death. I believe this is a reference to a covenant or an agreement to establish a Palestinian state. When this happens, there will be a rebellion in the land of Israel by those who are opposing the creation, the establishment of a Palestinian state. But in order for the nations of the world to enforce the Palestinian Palestinian state, they're going to want to remove Jews out of their homes, Jews who are living in the mountains of Israel or the West Bank. And this is one of the issues of the day of the Lord or the tribulation period, because speaking about the day of the Lord in Joel chapter one, verse 15 and Joel chapter two, verses one and two, it says that in the day of the Lord, Joel chapter three and verse six, that the children of Judah and the children of Jerusalem Have you sold to the Grecians that you might remove them far from their border? The children of Judah and Jerusalem are being removed from their borders during the day of the Lord, and they're being sold by the Grecians. This is a reference that the nations of the world want to establish a democratic Palestinian state, and democracy is a Greek concept. In Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse 17, we're told that in the season or the time when Jews are being kicked out of their homes in the land of Israel uh, that that is a sign or a signal that the God of Israel is going to end the captivity of his people from the nations of the world where they've been scattered and bring them to the land of Israel. Jeremiah in chapter 30 verse 17 it is written for I will restore health unto you health is a reference to the end of the exile of Jacob and I will heal you of your wound the wound is the exile why because they called you an outcast saying this is zion which no man seeks after well if we look at this verse in the hebrew where we have the phrase they called it is the strong's number 7121 it's the hebrew word kara and the hebrew word kara means to approach and to speak to someone in a challenging or an aggressive way we have a slang expression in the united states of you're in my face get out of my face. You challenge someone in an aggressive way. You get in their face. This is the meaning of the Hebrew word Karab. And then it says because they called you an outcast, the word outcast is the Strong's number 5080. It's the Hebrew word Nadak, which means to drive out or expel. So whenever they challenge and speak to you in aggressive way to drive you out or expel you, that is when I'm going to heal you of your wound. The ultimate challenge to drive them out is the Gog Magog invasion who come upon the mountains of Israel. The Gog Magog War is a war that the prophets prophesied about long ago and it's such an important event that it changes the course of world history that is natural human history through the divine intervention of the God of Israel for him to save his people from the Gog Magog armies. And in the prayer book the sudor there is a reading during the Feast of Tabernacles and this reading during the Feast of Tabernacles from the Haftorah is the reading from Ezekiel 38 and Ezekiel in chapter 39. Well it's important for us to understand in Ezekiel 38 and 39 where the Gog Magog coalition of forces where they attack they don't attack the whole land of Israel. They attack specifically the mountains of Israel, which is Judea and Samaria, the West Bank, and Jerusalem is surrounded by mountains. It is an invasion upon the mountains of Israel, Judea, Samaria, and Jerusalem. Well, that's going to conclude part 24 of the series on the subject Yeshua from Genesis to Revelation. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen.